0: Download the new Bumble now.
1: On today's episode: The Perks of Having a Recognizable Vagina. And friends don't let friends write torture porn. All that and more on today's most sensational, inspirational, celebrational, meditational episode of Bad Advice with Lori Beth Denver. Oh, yeah.
0: I get the red light to do, yeah The church will all regret in session And we're reading from the scriptures About all information Talk to my goddess and my savior, my LPT Just tell me what's going on with me Oh my goddess and my savior, my LPT Just tell me what's going on with me what My name is Lori Beth Denberg, and welcome to the Bad Advice Podcast. With me as always is Clark Crozer. Hello. Hello, Clark. How are you? I'm fine, but you're full of beans. I am full of beans. Did you do something fun? I did. I spent... Four
1: days in Cancun. Oh,
0: rubbing it in. Uh, so nothing was wrong with your passport.
1: No, my passport was fantastic. Nobody ate it. Nobody chewed it up. Nice. And my beautiful, wonderful wife and I went to Cancun four. for four days for our nine year anniversary. Nine year anniversary. It has officially been nine years of you uh officiating weddings.
0: Oh, it been. That's right. Right? Yeah. All,
1: uh, next year, you'll have been officiating weddings for 10 whole years. For a decade. A full decade of weddings.
0: Excellent. That's I'll do impressive. a special. Everyone gets <laughs> one for 10 bucks. <laughs> You do it like the old like uh,
1: cult leaders yes. where they just have like an audience of thousands of people and you're <laughs> marrying
0: everyone to each other. Did you say yes? Hold on. In the back, fourth row. Did you say yes or why are you wearing handcuffs? I'm not sure this is legal.
1: <laughs> so yeah, that was really amazing. And we have you
0: to thank as well because you stayed here with the puppies. I stayed here with the D-O-G-S. Yeah. And the I-C-E-M-A-C-H-I-N-E. The ice machine. I was just thinking we should look up the brand name. Right. And talk about it. Maybe they'll send me one. I think it's
1: just some random
0: Chinese
1: uh, <laughs> uh, gadget making yeah. uh, company. But, you know.
0: Yes. Yeah, so I stayed here with the ice machine and the dogs. Yeah. They kept me warm and cool, <laughs> respectively. <laughs> Uh, but, and it was very nice. Yeah. And I got to uh, organize your mail. Oh, thank you. yeah. You it's did a very old, good job. Uh, it's an old uh, dog walker habit when I was really dog sitting, you know, a lot. Sure. Especially when when somebody's gone multiple days yeah. and they get a lot of mail. Yeah. I organize it into those like three or four piles. Yeah. One got. for me.
1: One for. One care. for. Yeah. Well,
0: one is like letters that i think look legit. Right. One is kind of promotional stuff. Right. And that one letter i t- had some picture of a kid on it that it, looked so much like Lex. It did, But it right? wasn't Lex. Wasn't right? that crazy?
1: No, it wasn't he's not been modeling for uh, random yeah. uh
0: well, part uh, of me was like, junk you know, mail I, I kind of got creeped out because you know how they will send you like uh, address labels, right? That have your name, that have your that name have your and your stuff. address, yeah. And I was like, do they print everybody's kid on the oh, envelope? God. It like, kind of creeped me out. And then yeah. I'm like, I just wrote on it, and I was like, this is weird. Yeah, exactly. One piece of mail
1: had a personal note from yes. Laura Beth. It's pretty funny, but yeah, no, it was really cool. I had a great time. I only hurt myself doing one thing. And that was. was. Uh, We did. There are. So do you know what uh, uh, a cenote is? I don't. It's kind of like a natural pool of water that has. uh, Sometimes it has like a roof over it and like a hole. So there's like a a burst of sunlight coming down. And there's this just gorgeous little pool of water. And uh, there's hundreds, thousands of them. Uh, in Mexico and uh, other places. I'm sure there's tons of cenotes all over the world, but uh, in this area, there's lots of them. And so we did a tour and we visited three or four different cenotes and each one had different things that you could do. Uh And one of them was zip lining. And I, you know, did, I thought I was gonna be cool and awesome Yes. and zip line down. And then I was realizing about halfway down the zip, like, wait, I'm really kind of heavy. (laughs) And I don't do a lot of upper body strength training. Uh, and I kind of just uh, got my elbow out of whack. And oh, no. Yeah, it was kind of painful, but it, it was still fun, gorgeous area. So, yeah, I can't really complain too much. It's not like I broke anything. So. It'll be fine, Accept your wedding vows
0: <laughs> with a <the> lovely señorita.
1: <laughs> no, no señoritas involved. No, um, but yeah. So it was, uh, it was a really, really fun vacation. It's you know so good to break free and and get your mind off things. Yes, and one day, me, Mimi and Papa took uh, took Lex. So yes. it was just my wife and I, and it was just really fun. I had a great time. So I, I'm in a I'm in a good mood. Mm.
0: <laughs> One day I'll make it to Mexico. Yeah, right. Well, you were you were in Mexico. Yeah, I uh, had a pap smear. Oh, that's
1: just as fun. It was just, just as fun, equal to a zipline.
0: And you know what? Last month was um, breast cancer awareness month. Oh, like right. It occurred to me there's a lot of things I could say on this show it's, that might be good. It's true. So do all that. Get yeah. your if you're a lady. Yeah. Get a. Uh, you know, all your buttons check. Sure, sure, sure. So I go. This just made me laugh. Um, I have this new doctor. She's awesome. Okay. She's super awesome. Nice. And it was the first time I'd met her in person because all of our other thingies have been on Zoom. Right. And so I went in to do, you know, to have, not to do a pap smear, to have one. (laughs) Okay. They didn't let me get my hands dirty. (laughs) And which I didn't even really know what it was, honestly. I have taken not great care of myself. So she kind of explained like, this is what's happening. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Sure. She does that. And then we're talking about some other stuff. And then- Um, I'm staying in the little room because I'm waiting to get a flu shot. Okay. So then, uh, the door opens again and I think it's like the flu shot chicky. Sure, sure. But it's my doctor again. And she goes, are you the Lori Dunberg that was on all that? Oh no. And I go, did you recognize my vagina? (laughs) It was just pretty awesome. (laughs) because again it doesn't occur to me that someone younger than me can be a doctor right and then i go fuck i'm twice she could be half my age yeah, and, be, and a still be a doctor so it's like oh man but it was just really really funny that
1: is so funny and she was
0: like yeah you were with keenan the last thing she said when she you know was leaving she was like those sketches were bomb oh and okay. i'm like you're my doctor. (laughs) But it was really, really cute. But I guess it it would be the funnier story if she had asked me that during the procedure. Right. Yeah.
1: Like, or she was doing like an impersonation of the loud pap smear technician.
0: (laughs) Quiet, this is a birth canal, <laughs> canal, 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 canal. That just really, it just cracked me. I mean, she was so happy. It makes me happy whenever anybody is like a fan or whatever. Yeah, excited to see you. It was, um, it was just one of those, oh one of those well, hilarious moments. Oh my God, how surreal.
1: Moments. Like, a surreal point, moment. I
0: looked at your vagina. And obviously it was <laughs> like, it was like, well, the name, and it doesn't say Lori Beth, right, Den- you know, it's right. like on my stuff. Beth is my middle name. right? So it's like patient name, Lori Denberg, blah, blah, blah. Uh, let me give out my address and social security real quick <laughs> on the show. But just that it came after a, you know, a few minutes spent intimately with my vagina. Right. Are you the? Lori Beth but from she, all that.
1: She went out, right? Yeah. So I see, I like, in my mind, I'm, I'm, I, keep to, I like feel, uh, thinking that she walked out of the room and just stopped outside that door going, how the fuck do I know this person? <laughs> I know this person. I know this person. How do I know this person? And it took her a few minutes just standing outside the door before I was like, oh shit, all ah. that.
0: And then she turned in. And-, and she gets back, I'm like, are there bad results already? <laughs> No, I just loved you growing up. You and Keenan and Kel. <laughs> That's so cute. So uh so I'm getting Keenan and Kel in for prostate exams. Nice, I like it. So she can just service the whole cast. <laughs> But, so oh, we, okay, I am, very, you know this, that yeah. I am very bad at promoting myself. <laughs> yeah, I just kind of wait the hope that, like, <laughs> someone comes with a job. <laughs> so I'm going to say this to you, dear listeners. Okay. We're going to shill, and yeah. please forgive me, and then we will have, like, questions. Sure, sure. Subscribe to this podcast.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: and share it with your friends.
1: Yeah.
0: And because that really helps us out. Yeah. It helps us out. It hel- it's going to help us be able to make more of them. Yeah. So if you enjoy this, please subscribe, leave a review. If you hate this podcast and you're still listening,
1: <laughs> you have please. some you have some work to do on yourself. No, if you hate this podcast and you're still listening, For the love of God, send us a message. I want to hear from you.
0: Exactly. (laughs) And also, oh my God, I just took this. I'm sorry. I will not talk about the ice machine (laughs) anymore. I just took a swig of water with the ice and I'm like, I can't. Uh, It's so good. It's the best. Anyway, moving on from the ice. Yeah. So yeah, leave us a review, um, subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. And... I'm really excited because the holidays are coming. Right. Which are just awful in so many yeah. ways. Yeah. Send us in please your holiday questions your thanksgiving questions absolutely you know thanksgiving to it's it we kind of call it the devil's triangle <laughs> right? in the sober community oh like, yeah thanksgiving to christmas to, to new, new years, year's. like
1: Ooh, that's a rough so much month and love and, a half.
0: and family and this yeah. and that and if you're like me you're like oh fuck
1: oh yeah you know
0: plus it's a challenge i mean there's all the parties there's all yeah. the drinking there's all there's a lot of stuff that is, uh, can be difficult for a lot of people, or exactly. fun, or whatever. If you have any questions. Yeah,
1: need some advice.
0: Please send us in your uh, thingamajigney choo choo Yeah. So, we have uh some tasks for you. Yeah. Subscribe. Subscribe. Leave us a review. Yes. Get a mammogram. Yes. Guys, too. Yeah, guys yeah, yeah. Guys can get breast cancer. Sure. There's an excellent uh, episode of Archer. Can guys get a pap smear? No, no, but you can get your prostate checked, which is like that's true, kind of the equivalent, right? And also, ladies, get a pap smear if you want to have a real sweet moment with your doctor. Yes.
1: <laughs> that's very helpful. I'm sure that that's probably the best advice we're gonna give all show, yes, <laughs> but um. Other than that, you guys, honestly, you're the best. We love uh, we love helping everyone out, and we have a couple of people here that are ready and waiting for some great advice. Are okay, you ready, Elizabeth? Yes. Let's do it. Um, first, actually, before we get to people that need advice, I'd like to talk about somebody that actually got our advice oh. and took our advice. Uh-oh. Here we go. This is, this is an actionable item. <laughs> this is no, this is I'm not trying to get you a warrant or anything. Okay. Um but this is uh Genevieve. Genevieve sent us a uh, an email I believe a couple of months ago talking about uh how her mom wasn't getting uh didn't like that the the Genevieve's dad, who disappeared early in their oh, life, and she was had meeting another her step- family, s-
0: stepbrother exactly, or something. Exactly.
1: That's exactly right. Oh, and
0: her mom was just like not Into having it. it. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. I remember. Exactly. I remember. So Genevieve
1: wrote us back. Oh, good. And she, she has an update. So she says, LB, so I took your advice and I told my mother that I met my half brother on the sly. I waited until it was really good and she was in a really good mood. Mm. And I was lying ill in bed (laughs) and required sympathy for the perfect time to tell her. So she seemed to take it well. I said, Mom, I have to tell you something. I met my brother and I adore him. She said, Okay. There was a little bit of a deep breath, but she was okay. And oh, the relief. that it's no longer a secret is great. Thanks, man. Hugs.
0: Wow. That's from
1: Genevieve.
0: Genevieve, I want to congratulate you first on being the most manipulative person (laughs) I have ever, ever heard of. My hat is off to you. Right,
1: that's pretty impressive.
0: And that's awesome. I'm so glad. I'm just, the whole... The whole concept of it being a relief that it's not a secret. Yes. That's what really makes me so happy. Yeah, and
1: she was able to do it with the mom, so the mom's not freaking out. She didn't lose her connection with her mom. They're not in a huge fight where they're not talking anymore.
0: Although, we might take this another way. Genevieve, if you're a Munchausen and you made yourself sick (laughs) so you could get this attention and sympathy, that's a whole other question. (laughs) <laughs> you write into to us and let us know if that's a problem. Exactly. Um, but yeah, so yeah, Genevieve Very is doing cool.
1: good. Way to go, Genevieve. See, some people are actually listening to our advice. Even though we tell them not
0: to. <laughs> yeah. it's bad, it, The bad advice is only to help me, you know, <laughs> legally. legally. <laughs> All right.
1: Let's actually move on to our first question of the week. Okay, okay. Uh, and this comes from a person named Alexis. And Alexis says, Hi, Lori Beth. My boyfriend recently took up jogging. While I have no interest to do the same, I'm thrilled for him. He's already visibly happier and healthier, and I love that journey for him. Or at least the rational side of my brain does. The trauma portion of my brain, which has seen some shit, is convinced he's getting in shape just to leave me. I want to be supportive, but I also feel like I need to talk about these fears or they'll just fester and breed weird resentment. How do I do this? Ah. Alexis.
0: Alexis. Well. Yeah. Does she say how long they've been together?
1: Anything? Uh, No, no. Okay. It's just a boyfriend.
0: Okay. I so relate to this. Mm. I so, so relate to this. Alexis, I hear you. Yeah. I especially hear you uh, when you probably are in just paranoid, not in reality
1: right.
0: state of mind. Right. Because that's well, my my excuse and I know it's not true. Mm. I know there are many, many reasons someone wouldn't want to be with me. Okay. But I always, you know, top of the list is always like, I'm fat, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's not always true. Right, And there's plenty of reasons I don't want to be with other people, Mm. but- You know, it always comes down to what do I hate myself for most? Right. Let's think about that ad nauseum. Right. Uh, What you could do, uh, Alexis, right? Alexis. I mean, I would tell your boyfriend that. Yeah. And, you know, even with you're saying like, yeah, the rational, the rational part of my brains, (laughs) you know, knows that he's doing this and this is good for people. Yeah. you know, and I would even couch it that way. Like, I know this might be crazy, but I'm just, this is how I'm feeling. Right. This is I know how it's I'm not feeling. not true. I yeah. know this
1: isn't why you're doing And this. then he's
0: like, actually, it is. <laughs> I'm going to break up with you and then I'll be able to run faster than you and get away. <laughs> you know, it's, um, and it's like, yeah, I have no interest in jogging as well. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, my knees have no interest in me doing <laughs> that. I actually have been looking at off-topic, but yep. what would it be if it wasn't? Sure. Because before the pandemic, yeah, I was going to this women's gym. I oh, was right, going all the time. I was super into it. And it was just the perfect gym mm. for me. And it because it was chickies, but it wasn't necessarily that. I mean, I did like that. Yeah. They had great equipment and they had classes all the time. Oh, I nice. would go to yoga class every single day. Wow.
1: Almost.
0: And then the pandemic happened and then they went bankrupt and they are closed.
1: Oh, God damn. So that
0: is a fucking drag. But wow. I am looking um, now for... A new, uh, a new bank. I need a new <laughs> bank, so I can take out a loan to join a new gym. Now I'm looking for a new, you know, a new gym or yeah, what to do. And it's yeah. like I need to start really slowly again.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And
0: so anyway, I'm putting that out to the listeners. Maybe we'll do a health challenge, Yay. ninety days. That's not going <laughs> to oh, no, happen. Probably not. Not at all. <laughs> um, we'll do like a favorite Snickers item. <laughs> One at just one at thirty and thirty. Yeah, one a day. <laughs> um, so Alexis, it's if you are. I mean, I don't know how long you've been together. I right. don't know all of this stuff. Right. But if this is your, you know, boyfriend partner that you can communicate with, yeah. I would say, I know this is crazy and I just need to tell you that this is what's going on in right, my brain. Right, But what you don't want to do is make it his problem. Right. You know, because in any, like, nothing's worse than the super needy. Yeah. Like, um, you know, validate me, validate me. And yeah. you don't want to make him feel like shit for wanting to take care of himself. Yeah,
1: absolutely.
0: So I don't know if... You know, I don't know what the deal is. Maybe he's training for a marathon and she's just trying to hold him back. <laughs> but that's just a real kind of easy. And that that conversation can extrapolate. In listening to the show, sometimes yeah. I use the word extrapolate a oh, lot. OK. And that extrapolates out to me, <laughs> knowing that one large word. Yeah. Um. To maybe just even, you know, look at your own insecurities and have a discussion about that. Yeah,
1: I feel like same way that you're talking to us, Alexis,
0: like you clearly
1: in your question to our show. See how irrational this fear is. Yeah. And you're clearly communicating to us that you don't want to feel this way. You're not happy that you're feeling this way, but it's a part of you and it's hard to escape it that's all you have to communicate to your boyfriend too. just make sure he understands that you get it. This is an irrational fear. You just kind of want to put it out into the universe so that it doesn't fester in your brain.
0: Yeah. Because then the festering leads to you acting passive aggressively or even subconsciously. And that's when it's like, well, this is fucking lame. Yeah,
1: exactly. And it's
0: much better to just kind of, Put it out there, even like Clark said, the way you're doing it to us. I know this is crazy. I know that I'm rational, but this is feelings aren't rational all the time.
1: Exactly. And
0: here's what I think, boyfriend. And I want to support you. And yeah, I was going to say the other thing I think you should say, which you also
1: said to us, is that you're seeing how visibly happier he is. Yeah. And that's a great thing. If you're in a relationship with a happy person, you're going to be in a better relationship. Like that's the goal is to be happy with your partner. And, you know, if this is helping him be happier, it doesn't matter whether it's exercise or playing, you know, uh, hopscotch. Like who cares Hopscotch. what it is, whatever it is, it's
0: making him happier. So that should be a great thing. Here's what I want you to do, yeah. Alexis. Yeah. Find out, ask him where his, like, path is that he's gonna jog yeah and drive to the halfway point and cheer for him and give him water like it's a marathon
1: there you go or flash him
0: or flash him. that would be a fun uh uh tip too i like it <laughs> break the law as often
1: as possible <laughs> well hopefully that helps alexis uh you know don't just don't take up jogging because jogging sucks.
0: Well, <laughs> um, but- That hurts my boobs. <laughs> right? That hurts my boobs. Just thinking <laughs> about it. Oh, sh- okay.
1: Well, let's move on uh, to our next question. Our next question is from Mary. And Mary says, Dear Lori Beth. She's very formal. One of my close friends fancies himself a screenwriter. Recently, he asked me to read a screenplay he had written for a horror film. I'm typically good at constructive criticism, but this script is just... Bad. Uh oh. It's misogynistic. Even without taking into consideration that it's basically a nine, uh, basically ninety pages of torture porn, and on top of that, it's not even well written. If you're gonna write misogynistic drivel, at least write it well, you know. And of course, he seems to think he's written the next Citizen Kane. Up until I got my hands on this script, this guy was one of my best friends but with each page of shitty dialogue, my respect for him dropped until it was well in the red. Should I tell him what I think or just ghost this friendship?
0: Oh, gross. Yeah, this is Mary. Mary. Oh, this is like when you go, I wish I'd never learned to read. (laughs) (laughs) Because I have been in this position. Nothing is... You know, and I'm an actor, yeah. so nothing is more pit in my stomach than like, "Hey, can you read this thing?" or "Or here's this short film I'm doing." Right. Or, you know, and I I try to be careful about what I say. I'll be I'll do. Yeah. Uh, so, and I've done plenty of stuff. Like I'll do this for my friend, whatever. Sure, 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 sure. Because
1: I'm such a draw.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, it's. Oh, and it's so hard when they're just like, this is so great. Yeah, and you're like,
1: they're so enthusiastic about it. This
0: one sounds particularly bad if it's torture porn.
1: Yeah, torture, misogynistic torture porn. Yeah, the best which is kind of like,
0: I hit my limit when you're watching, not CSI, what's the one? Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. Criminal Minds, they, it's one of those shows they do marathons of. Sure. And it's like two and a half episodes, you're kind of like, okay. And starting the third one, you're like, I, I can't do
1: it anymore. <laughs> oh, it's too much. It's just,
0: it just is torture porn. Yeah. The, the, you know, the culprit. No, what are they called? The unsubs. <laughs> the unsubs. And there's Patrick Brewster looking awesome. And there's uh, Greg from Dharma and Greg. Oh, right, right. And Mandy Patinkin. And like, it's good. Okay. It's good. And there's all, all the, I really like all the characters and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But after like, three-ish episodes it's like no right
1: you just want to kill yourself
0: you just can't yeah it just turns into torture porn so i know (laughs) i know what you're talking about and i don't know did she say they were like longtime friends i mean this this guy
1: was one of my best friends
0: oh Yeah, it sounds like you've already made the decision. Yeah, it was. He was yeah, until yeah, I read yeah,
1: this. yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Depending on the nature of the relationship, yeah, you can give him construct. If he, that's the worst thing too, is when somebody gives. They're like, "Did you read it yet? Did you right. read it yet? Did you read it yet? Did you read it yet?" And then after all of that, it's like. Oh yeah, I read it And it's really bad <laughs> It's really, really awful
1: Yeah
0: um, You could be Gently honest with him Yeah That's um,
1: dangerous though it's, Because yeah. The wrong I didn't like And that could be easily be the end of the friendship
0: yeah and and how much do you care yeah that's true (laughs) true. has he been torture pointing me in his (laughs) fantasies (laughs) since the day we met um yeah i mean if it comes down to it and this is a good friend of yours yeah you can be honest yeah and you know the chips fall where they may i mean uh the the
1: right this isn't my kind of thing fits in this situation too
0: i'm not sure if i'm the audience i don't know if i'm the audience for this
1: that's an easy way to be like this sucked i didn't like it but you
0: know it could still be good yeah and it's harder with a. it's harder with this with the screenplay where people want you know or any script where they want like notes or you know what was your favorite (laughs) part but i remember because i've gone to plenty of and i'm not talking about you clark okay plenty of just shitty plays. Oh yeah. Of friends. And I remember I went to one, I was in Orlando and it was uh, somebody that I met down there doing this like weird Dracula. Dracula was a woman and Ooh. it was my friend and it was just awful. Oh
1: no. It was
0: just so awful. Oh. And afterwards, and they was like take it so
1: seriously. Right, they always do. And when
0: she came out afterwards, I go, that was really brave. Oh, nice. And she was like, thank you. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like there's ways around it. Yeah. If I, you know, it's like somebody, as somebody says, like they wrote a screenplay, I'm like, it's more than I did. <laughs> right. Like it takes a lot of, uh, you know, determination, determination and, and stick yeah. to itiveness to get something like that done. But, I I also know that it's like, no, this is bad. I know what it's <laughs> like to have something like this change your entire perception yeah. of a person. Yeah. And, you know, his ability to hear your criticism might determine... The future of the relationship, too. Absolutely. If he's like, fuck you. You don't know what this is all blah, blah, blah. And you're like, no, her head's chopped off 10 times. Why? (laughs) And then you cut to the bank and it's unrelated. Yeah. Like, yeah. And just be prepared for the potential ego.
1: Yeah.
0: Ego backlash. Because that's, I mean, it's like I've always said. Clark, yes, you know when I'm <laughs> when I'm sitting on the porch shucking peas, right. all of my
1: chewing on a piece of long grass.
0: Exactly, it's there's something wrong with anybody who's in entertainment professionally. <laughs> it's true. Like if you like music, then you play at home or you have a dad band or right. you do whatever. Right. The. The ego, the searching, the need to do it professionally is something that drives professional performers. Totally. I know this because I'm fucking crazy. And just looking for love. (laughs) Won't you please love me? Am I good enough for you now, America? Um... (laughs) Oh, the fat neighbor, I'll study these lines and be in for the audition. <laughs> well, I would love an audition as the fat neighbor, right? right now. Yeah. But, um, For someone who really pursues this stuff, there is a drive that has a lot of times, a lot of ego. So for some reason, the whole thing in my head, I'm like, but that's not true of Tom Hanks. Like somehow (laughs) whenever I talk about something show business related and it's somewhat negative, I'm like, but that's not Tom Hanks. Yeah. He's like the main exception. Right, exactly. He's up to the world. Right. Um. Tom Hanks, I love you more than the ice machine. Oh, If this house was on fire and I could only save Tom Hanks or or the the ice machine. machine- You are going to be safe, Mr. Hanks. Damn. And let's just
1: remind ourselves that this is my house, and I wasn't even in the top two of that list. No,
0: well, you would have been on vacation. (laughs) Okay, And I would have hooked up with Tom Hanks on (laughs) Tinder. Gotcha. But not because he's cheating on his wife. He's doing research for a role. Sure, sure, sure. And this got strange. Yeah, no, I like the story. This story sounds better than her friend's screenplay. (laughs) (laughs) It's a lot less misogynistic. Yeah, it is, uh, well, I didn't get to the end. (laughs) But, um, yeah, Mary, right? Yeah, Mary. It's rough. It's really rough. And I know that pit of the stomach feeling. Yeah. But you can, if he's pushing you on it and pushing you on it, you know, you can say, you know, there are some things about it that bothered me. And so that's why I didn't like, I didn't want to hurt your feelings right. or whatever. Right. And that gives him the opportunity to say, no, 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 please tell me. Yeah. Please tell me. Yeah. And if you do have some specifics, that shows that you cared.
1: Exactly.
0: And then it's, it's a kind of a yuck fest. And in the end, his reaction will determine the fate of everything.
1: And let me tell you something. I also feel like in the middle of that, exactly what you were saying in the middle of that conversation, if you throw in a, I, you know, I love you. And I think that you're great yeah. and so creative and talented, but I don't know if I'm getting all of that on in this script. Yes, You exactly. know what I'm saying? R- massage the ego a little bit here and yes. there just to help it out. When
0: you dismember corpses in real life, you do it so gently. <laughs> but that's not coming through on the page. <laughs> exactly.
1: Well, hopefully that helps, Mary. Uh, this is a, that's a rough one. I feel like you're damned if you're doing in that one. Shit. Uh, but let's move on. We got ourselves a fun rotating segment of the oh, week
0: i'm excited i know what this one is this is
1: a good one it's one of our favorites it's top 10 and a half and now ladies and gentlemen lb and Clark's top 10 and a half
0: top 10 and a half Yay. in the past these have ranged from not arable <laughs> to 39 minutes well not arable because they're too long oh yeah because they're too long <laughs> like air- i was like my <laughs> 10 and a half favorite nazis gerbils <laughs> <Girdles. laughs> was hard to get past that one yeah this is tough, tough uh, to beat Yeah, Girdles. no just because we usually go on and on but we've left some room clark told me i did the questions in a way to leave some room for us to talk about exactly this. So, so i think we have enough
1: time what
0: is it what is it, what is it? to let
1: all of our amazing listeners know what our top 10 and a half muppets are
0: yeah because last week we talked about the, the muppets muppet haunted, haunted mansion, mansion. And oh p.s and by the way i hope everyone had a groovy halloween yeah that's right yeah i hope, happy, everyone I hope you're all happy happy safe halloween
1: nobody sugar rush nobody uh found any uh needles in their uh three musketeer bars
0: nope because that never happened <laughs> So, yeah, so that made me think of like, I love the Muppets. And yeah. I know Clark loves the Muppets. I love the Muppets.
1: I always love the Muppets. I, so, yeah. I'm one of those weird people that just randomly listens to Muppet music sometimes.
0: ma na na Exactly.
1: Amongst other things, there's some great music there. Oh, uh, a lot. But, uh, so yeah, we're going to do our top 10. Now, this isn't the top 10 and a half Muppets of all time, according to everyone. This is just LB and I's, Favorite Muppets.
0: Yes, the ones that make our hearts sing. Yeah,
1: that we get happy every time we see them. So uh, do you want me to start or would you like to start? Uh, You start. Okay, I'll start. Uh, So my first one is, I- I'm actually going to start with like really old school. Okay. I'm going to start with what is considered possibly, possibly. I mean, there are a, f- a couple of little socky guys, but for the most part, the very first Muppety Muppet. Mm-hmm was Rolf the dog.
0: Rolf the dog. And
1: I just always love Rolf the dog he's a piano player he's got skill he's always smarter than everyone else in the room right? he knows what's going on he's like
0: the designated adult yeah but he's never mean to anyone he's no. always
1: just chill and goes with whatever anyone else wants to do
0: and he was he was made for a dog food commercial right yes
1: yeah he was made for I believe it's a Purina dog yeah. food commercial
0: oh, I love that one and he
1: was such a fun character that Jim Henson liked doing that he made it through the commercial to another tv show and then he made it past that tv show into the muppet show and he was just became one of the staple muppet characters and i love rolf the dog
0: yeah oh he is awesome
1: yeah so i figured i'd start us off with like a real old school original muppet that's my number one
0: kind of an old school underserviced character for my first one scooter
1: Oh God!
0: Scooter was the stage manager, right? Yeah, of the actual Muppet the, show. He,
1: well, his his uncle owned the building. <gasps> That's right. His uncle owned the building, owned so the even though, uh, so when Kermit and the Muppets made it into the theater, Scooter was already there waiting for them he came with the house he came with the house and i think in the first few episodes if i remember remember correctly kermit was like ready to get rid of him oh but then he was like well my uncle owns the building and he's like well welcome aboard
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes. so scooter is just here so always wearing like a headset yeah like he was a true like crew member
1: and good lord scooter was there to help Any problem that came along. He was
0: really good natured. He was really earnest. Earnest. I love it. But kind of goofy and bopping around. Like, it really was like backstage of a show.
1: Yeah, that's really true. I, I, I feel like growing up and doing theater, even if it was just in school, You'll meet all these different kind of people in the theater department. And the crew, I always enjoyed hanging around the crew. Yeah, And I feel like Scooter always felt like such a member of the crew. He was. He's not looking for the limelight. He's not looking for the spotlight. He
0: just wants the show to he's go just right. Looking for the show to go right. Exactly. On time and under budget. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so Scooter is my my first all right I love that
1: um I'm gonna move on to my next one uh my next one is uh, a favorite that I have but it's more because I just really enjoy this kind of cr- like fun jackassy kind of character but he's not mean okay right uh so my second character uh the third in our list is Rizzo the rat rizzo
0: the I
1: love Rizzo the rat. He kind of, he started in the Muppet show. I don't know if he even really had the name Rizzo Uh in the Muppet show. It wasn't until Muppets take
0: Manhattan. That's what I always think of him from. Yeah. Where he was given kind
1: of a a star, not a starring role, but a very prominent role in that movie. Um, And, you know, he had a whole song and dance number. It was just, that was his moment to shine. And I felt like he did a great job with it and then became one of the upper tier Muppets yeah. after that movie.
0: He has attitude. Yeah,
1: but it's a fun attitude. It is. So
0: Rizzo, we salute you. <laughs> okay, that's nine.
1: Number three. What's four?
0: My uh, next one is traveling Matt. Traveling, Matt, traveling Matt from, from Fraggle, Rock. Fraggle
1: Rock. Fraggle
0: Rock. I love freaking Fraggle Rock. Yes, I love it.
1: Oh and man! It's
0: really again like with the Muppets. It's like there are so many lessons to be learned in Fraggle Rock. Yeah. There's so many, it's all about like community and getting along right. and people's differences. <laughs> exactly. But it's also just wacky and super fun. And Traveling Matt was the one uh, Muppet that he was the uncle of like the main character. Yeah, 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 yeah. A Fraggle that went out into quote, left, outer space. That left Fraggle Rock. Left Fraggle Rock to go to outer, outer space, space, which is just the real world. Yes. Yeah.
1: Sp- yeah that's so right. then
0: periodically he would write back uh Postcards to his nephew, right? Saying like and and misinterpreting as one would who doesn't know what they're looking at, right? Like I was in the ocean, but it was full of money, and but it's like a fountain that people are throwing, you know, all right. this kind of stuff. But
1: but uh, if anyone who hasn't watched Fraggle Rock. Uh, we would that would be a postcard that we would be sent to the nephew, and the nephew would start reading it, but then it would kind of fade into oh, his yeah. voice. You'd see it, and then you'd see all of the things that he's talking about in his postcard. Uh, to yeah, his nephew. so you would
0: just, yeah, it'd be really boring. If it, it was just, just one
1: character po- reading a postcard. You read this
0: postcard. <laughs> so, traveling Matt is, is my, my third on my list. I
1: love that. That's awesome. Um,
0: uh,
1: I'm also going to spread, or or I'm going to stray, thank you, from The Muppet Show for a second, uh, because I'm going to bring up my number three, right? My number three. And it is technically a cheat because technically it's two it's the two-headed monster from sesame street okay there's the two heads and they would argue with each other and they didn't speak english they would kind of talk this gibberish <laughs> kind of like <laughs> and they would try to put words together and i just always loved these two arguing monsters that kind of always Ended up happy in the end, yeah, <laughs> and settling whatever their disagreement was without using words.
0: There's all there's so much to learn from uh, every Muppet <laughs> encounter. I know. All right, so that's mine. Okay, my next one. I I don't even have to say a lot about this. Yeah, it's Big Bird. Oh, so sweet.
1: Yeah, so
0: genuine. So you know, childlike, which yeah. is the point of him. Yeah, yeah. And I believe. With all of my deep-rooted fears about yeah. people in costumes, and yeah. how i was afraid of Sweetums, and yeah. I'm afraid of uh, of uh, beast the Beast or uh, Goofy be- yeah.
1: or any of those.
0: I have not had this opportunity, but I believe that if I was in a room with Big Bird, I would want to hug him. Yeah, I just have this like it. He, I, I he's just such a great. I, I'm so glad he's on Earth. Yeah. That so was, that's mine, uh, my old school Big Bird.
1: I love that. That's so sweet. That's very cute.
0: Um, okay. My next one
1: I'm going to do uh, I'm going back to the Muppets and I am going back to the band. Oh. I love this fucking band so much. And you can't have a band unless you have Dr. Teeth. Uh. Dr. Teeth was the biggest. Badass of the Muppets. Well,
0: what he was, was the name of the band? Uh, the Electric Mayhem. Dr. Teeth and, Dr. The, Electric Teeth and the Electric
1: Mayhem. They were so fun. And I know they were all kind of caricatures of real musicians, yeah. but that just made them funnier. That just made it cooler. And then I, you know, as an adult, I grow up to finally see that there's Dr. John, who was a musician yep. that was like a bluesy kind of. Uh, you know, that era 70s kind of musician. And that's who uh, Dr. Teeth was based on. And that just made me instantly love Dr. John. Right. So, yeah, my next one is Dr. Teeth.
0: And I love Dr. Teeth because, like, the, uh, uh, most of the Muppets yeah. have kind of human stuff yeah. and they doubt themselves. So this right. Says, Dr. Teeth is always like, here I am. Yeah. What
1: do we need? Let's this do it. This is what
0: we got. <laughs> Uh, so my next one actually is a member of the Electric Okay, Man, there we go. And it's Janice. Oh,
1: I love Janice. I
0: always loved Janice. When I was young, I didn't get the joke that she was like <laughs> high as fuck yeah. 24-7. And constantly having sex. Yeah, she was just the kind of the cool girl yeah. who regretted her past. <laughs> Eventually. But why Janice always sticks in my head yeah. is because once in high school, we were at a burger place. Okay. And we were all saying which Muppet we would be. Okay. And our friend Shauna was there. Oh, and we were yeah. all like, you're Janice. Yeah,
1: because she was She Janice. She
0: was and she is Janice. She's not high all the time. No, no, no. But she's just kind of like whatever and yeah. she's awesome Yeah, and she has the long blonde hair and, awesome. and she doesn't
1: she doesn't take shit from people but she also doesn't yell at people no. so it's just this like attitude of like i don't give a shit She's like, everything
0: i got everything i need yeah everything's fine exactly so janice i always love janice yeah. and now it always makes me think of our friend shauna
1: oh that's cute
0: uh okay uh so this is my last full choice okay
1: my last full choice Uh, This might be controversial because not a lot of people like this Muppet. Uh oh! Is going to be Lou Zealand. Oh, Lou Zealand, the fish boomerang fish throwing. A lot of people don't like him. Well, I feel like Lou Zealand is such a funny one-joke kind of character. That people assume that he is just a one-joke kind of character. But he and Crazy Harry, I felt like, were created by, you know, by Jim Henson as this like element of chaos. Yeah. <laughs> right. And they're just made to blow shit up right? or cause some kind of commotion. And Crazy Harry is doing it because Crazy Harry is clearly crazy. Yes. And you can see in his Muppet eyeballs that he is a crazy (laughs) person. Lou Zealand is doing it for the love. He loves these fish. He loves the boomerang fish. And he kind of loves the chaos that that it creates. So there's just something that's so inherently funny to me about this guy that just... Loves causing chaos by throwing fish Uh, at people. And
0: I want to find out that he's some distant relative of Ernie. Yes. Because they kind of have that similar whatever. A
1: hundred percent could be relatives. Yes.
0: Okay. I approve of all your choices. That's
1: my last full choice.
0: Here's my last choice. Okay. Because for some reason, growing up, this is the character that I identified with Mm. that I felt represented me Mm. in all of media. Okay. And it was Miss Piggy. Oh.
1: This weird thing that kind
0: of makes me sad where it was like, she was, I mean, they're always making jokes. She's a pig and all these pig jokes. right? So I was like, okay. But then she was like, brassy. And she was going to be a star. And she was tough and loud. And I, you know what it is? I identified with Miss Piggy the way people say they identified with me. <laughs> now that I'm saying it that way, because <laughs> people say it was so, it was so great to see someone that looked like me right, on representation. TV who was loud and just went for it. Right. And I'm like, now that I'm saying that, that's Miss Piggy. kind of
1: what Miss Piggy was.
0: Yes, yes. So, and and that makes me sad, and that makes me happy. But growing up, that was like. She was the one person. She's no. not a person, but. but but you know what?
1: No, but Miss Piggy was proud of who she was. Yes. She was happy with who she was. She thought she was great, she, and that yes. was, and that was. An amazing part of that character. Exactly. I feel like that was the point of the characters that, yeah, other people might make fun of her for being a pig. Yeah. But that doesn't matter to her. She knows how awesome she is. She
0: is the leading lady of the Muppets. Yes, 100%. So that is my personal little therapy session talking (laughs) out that. That's a so great choice. So now we're going to go with our half. So, yeah.
1: So for our half, we are running a little late now.
0: Yeah. <laughs> for our half, I thought, you know, we were trying
1: to think of what could be our half, be between. And I feel like the best way to make a half Muppet is to choose the only Muppet that's only half of a Muppet. He's half Muppet, half human. And that is... The Swedish chef. The sweetest, Swedish chef. The only Muppet that has human hands. Yes, human
0: hands, it which took, is creepy. Yeah, but-
1: it took me years to realize that. Yeah. And it wasn't actually until I made a Swedish chef costume. Like I, for one year, I dressed up as Jim Henson and made a Swedish chef. Oh, yeah. And I needed Logan to be the hands. <laughs> so, yeah, it was he's only half of a Muppet. As yeah. weird as that sounds. He's
0: half Muppet, half man. Oh, half that's man. like that, mo- The I'm not a man. Yeah. Exactly. No, that's <laughs> not, not quite a woman. a woman. No, no, no. <laughs> There's a song in the Muppet the Muppet movie that Jason Siegel did. Oh, right. That, where the characters are going. Man like, or Muppet. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Which is an awesome, awesome movie, too. Uh,
1: honestly, that is so much better than I was going to yeah, give it yeah. credit for. But it really was
0: So, fun. the Swedish chef is- uh, Our half. Is our half.
1: Yeah. So that was it. That was our top 10 and a half Muppets. I love the Muppets. I hope you guys enjoy it. If you have if you love Muppets, send us some questions. Or, or you think that we're wrong about something, send us oh. an email, send us a voicemail, let us know. Uh, but before we do that, let's go on. We do have one more question for the podcast. Okay. Uh, and this last question is from Grace. Grace. And Grace says, So about three months ago, my boyfriend and I broke up or I should say, he broke up with me. He told me the reason being was that we've grown apart, which is true, we started seeing each other less, but none of that was my doing. I I made the effort to set up date nights, and it usually ended in him canceling on me. The weird thing is, months leading up to our breakup, I didn't see any red flags. Recently, I found out from a close friend of his that the fucker was cheating on me, which explains all the canceled dates and plans. So recently, I've been using Tinder as a way to getting over this immense heartache I've been carrying since the breakup. But no matter how many guys I see, that fucker is always on my mind. I keep remembering all the good times we had together, and they were some of the best times. I hate. Feeling like this, I feel as though I'm spinning out of control. What am I doing wrong? And that's Grace.
0: Grace. Grace. I, it's funny. I, just, I'm like, Grace, I'm so glad you wrote in, but you kind of brought the mood down. Yeah, I know. Yeah, From so, I this. <laughs> no, it's, um, and I'm sorry you're going through this, Grace. Yeah. And this is something that we have touched on before. Yeah. Because it, this kind of stuff has more to do with me identifying reality
1: mm-hmm.
0: than with you know how do I get over this? It's like by looking at the reality. I think I think because uh, I just heard the question right, right. That she's like he's always canceling plans. Yeah, I didn't see any red flags. It's <laughs> right. like no, you definitely did.
1: Yeah, there were red flags. You just kind of missed them.
0: Yeah, which is what I've done. Yeah. over and over in a couple of relationships to a to a a
1: dangerous degree denial state of denial yeah yeah because
0: i was so focused on you know the one good thing and what it will be or
1: just trying to make everything work
0: yeah it's gonna work if we just get past this it's gonna be fine and then it's gonna turn into this thing i have in my head (laughs) instead of like now it's easy to look back and be like god damn it right um So I think, I mean, this isn't really a great thing to whatever, but like (laughs) go on Tinder and fuck somebody. Yeah. That's what I kind of need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, But uh, let's do it together. (laughs) We'll find (laughs) one really good guy and split him. Um, And I'm not, you know, I'm not saying go out and be reckless and do all this kind of stuff. But the same with me and the, the dating app. I still haven't you know uh reached out to anybody although yeah. I just sh- I showed Clark <laughs> yeah I got this one like like from some guy and I looked at it and I really thought it was Keenan yeah he looked and like a
1: thinner Keenan guy
0: he looked a lot like Keenan to uh, the point where I was like I don't know if I can fuck you. Right? <laughs> Um, but I didn't I didn't delete him. He's no, still good. there. I think you should go. I'm, try gonna, I'm gonna find one that looks like Kel, <laughs> and then we're just gonna have the fantasy I always oh, had. Oh
1: my god, the paparazzi would have a field day with that yeah.
0: one. Yeah. <laughs> the uh Grace. Unfortunately, what I need to do is beat myself over the head with reality. Because what <laughs> What I wanted from someone, what I hoped a situation would turn into, is not what it was. Right. It'd be different if you were like, I had the love of my life, and then he got hit by a car. Exactly. That's a way different different. situation.
1: Exactly. But if he left you and was cheating on you. Yeah. Then the the good did not outweigh the bad of that relationship.
0: No, and maybe you can turn, but then at the same time, I also know what it's like for, to have a fucker not leave your brain because you're thinking about how much you hate them all the time. Uh, that's true too. So there's there's a fine there's a fine line, <laughs> and if you need any tips about torture porn, <laughs> I think that uh,
1: Mary's, Mary's friend, friend. Yeah, has yeah, some yeah.
0: has some pages you could look at. Um. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like the grief. It's somebody constantly in your brain. It's kind of like you're mourning the relationship. Yeah. But what I find and what it sounds like you've got going on is you're mourning what could have been. You're mourning the relationship you wish you had. Yes. Not the one you had where this guy blew you off and was cheating cheating on on you. you.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So let's beat our head against the wall and remember (laughs) reality.
1: Well, that was it. That was our final question of the week. So, uh, Grace, I hope that helped. And everyone else, I hope uh, you enjoyed today's podcast. If you have a question or a decision or anything that you need an answer for, you need advice on, please send it to us and let LB ease your burden. Send us your problems at askloribeth.com You can follow us on all the socials at Ask Beth, or just leave a message with your voice at 1855 2374 That's 1855-D-E-N-B-E-R-G or 1855 Denberg.
0: And you can find me at LB Denberg on Instagram, at Lori Beth Denberg on Twitter, and the Lori Beth Denberg fan page on Facebook is the place to be. (laughs) It is. Uh, Please subscribe, leave us a review, tell your friend about this show that wastes an hour of your time, (laughs) and talk to surprisingly large amount about torture porn. Yeah. If that's your thing. (laughs) And if you want to book me for a personalized video for somebody for the holidays, uh, you can do that at cameo.com slash beth. Awesome.
1: All right, well, we will talk to you
0: guys next week. Thank you so much, Kitty Cat.
1: question there. Thanks for listening.